today, this is the second time we're recording this intro because we're having recording issues. So, um, let's get let's get started. Skylar, you have tell them tell everyone what we're doing today. Um, it's the Harry Potter episode, long awaited by me only. Um, Rena, I'm gonna explain all the movies to Emily. And quick disclaimer: I have not read the books. So if I'm lacking in some information, you can't get mad at me because I, I don't know how to read. So I think you should get mad at her because I got a lot of slack in our Weasley Twins TikTok and um, I think she needs to feel some of that. Yeah, you're not bitter about it though. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I have a disclaimer. Um, I don't know that much about whatever happens in these movies i've seen the first one the fourth one and the second to last one and uh i don't remember all their names either but i am excited to learn i have a bunch of questions half-formed thoughts half-formed questions i'm excited to ask um i am on harry potter tiktok i am on weasley twin tiktok i was on draco tiktok for a minute too so i see all that stuff and i understand but there are missing pieces of information Um, yeah, I want to see what your questions that I know come from TikTok are, because I remember Emily asked me one question the other day, and I knew she was, like, asking because it was on TikTok. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the first four movies, which does mean we will be talking about Robert Pattinson again. Um, but I'm, I, I was making the slideshow last night, and I was like, listen, I'm going to skip a little bit of some of the, the side plots and, like, the little bits of information um just because not all of it's that important um so yeah let me pull up the slideshow can i guess uh before we start can i guess the order of the movies yes just for everyone's entertainment yes all right the first one is chamber of secrets and then the second no, one you're already wrong. is you're already wrong <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah Okay, the first one is Sorcerer's Stone, mm-hmm. Chamber of Secrets, yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban, yes. Ode, what's the Ode to the Phoenix one? <laughs> Ode to the Phoenix. <laughs> it's also not the fourth one. No, what's the the fourth one is Goblet of Fire. Yes. The fifth one is Rise of the Phoenix, or. <laughs> It's the Phoenix one, though, right? Yeah. Okay, the sixth one is um, the Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. And the seventh and eighth one, the seventh one is Deathly Hallows. Yes. I, that was not bad. I thought you had absolutely no idea. That's what you were making it sound like. Well, I didn't, really, because I never knew which one was first. I always thought Chamber of Secrets <laughs> was the first one. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Anyways. These this, these are the movies. Oh. Oh. Order up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ode to the Phoenix. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was a good try. But yeah, you got the rest of them right, pretty much. Okay. Look at that deer. I didn't notice his face before. Look how detailed it is. Sexy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyways. Okay, movie one. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, fun fact about this movie: the book is an, is originally called the Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone in England, um, 
and J.K. Rowling was like, I've changed it to Sorcerer's Stone for the Americans because they don't, that's not, they're not smart enough to understand that it's not that kind of philosopher. I don't know which, what either of those meanings mean. I don't know what this one means. Well, a sorcerer is like a magical <laughs> person. And I guess philosopher has like a, can have, you know, I don't know. But I guess it can have a different connotation in. I guess we are dumb Americans. I guess she was I right. She was right. Um, we don't speak of her though. Anyways, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, we start off the scene, the scene of the first movie with little orphan baby, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and he's with Dumbledore, McGonagall, and Hagrid, who all work for Hogwarts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason they have this little orphan baby, and they talk about it a little bit in the beginning of the movie, they're like oh, his parents were killed by, like, this dark wizard, like, whatever, whatever, and, like... Voldemort. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get there, yes. Okay. And McGonagall's like, I don't think we should leave him here with his muggle family, because, like, how can we ensure he's gonna be safe? But then Dumbledore's like, no, like, they'll protect him, they're his only, like, muggle blood, and because they're related to his mom, like, it'll, like he'll be safe. Can I ask my question about the love triangle now, or should I wait? You should definitely wait. <laughs> okay. That's, like, literally the last movie. Oh. You're not going to be able to ans- ask all of your questions this one. So many. Okay. All right, continue. <laughs> okay. Just suck your tears right back into your face. Um. Okay, so he stayed with his family, and guess what? They hate him. They literally hate him so much. Um. Mm-hmm. That his aunt Petunia and his uncle Vernon like, literally hate him so much, and they abuse him, um, but Petunia hates him because she's a muggle, but her sister is, was like, a witch. was a witch, so, yeah, so she got, like, the powers and all the attention of whatever, so she hates, like, Harry for, like, being her son and whatever, um, and they don't tell him that he has powers, so all these weird right. things happen to him, and he doesn't understand them, but whatever, you know, he, like, sleeps under the stairs, whatever, yeah, yeah, I, I've seen the first one. Yeah. So, it's Dudley's birthday, and because they care about him, they take him to the zoo. Take he talks to, to a snake. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> this is how this is gonna go. You're gonna try and nicely explain things to me in a very nice way, and I'll just be like, I'm just gonna spit a random fact <laughs> out of him. He talks to a snake. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> um... Okay, so they go to the zoo, and Vernon's like, don't do anything while we're at the zoo. And Harry's like, damn, okay, like, I don't know what you mean. I don't do anything on purpose. So they go to the zoo, and there's the snake. And Dudley's like, slam it on the glass, like, do something, I'm bored, like, whatever. Mm. And the glass breaks, and, like, Harry ends up talking to the snake, and, like, he doesn't know how... And he ends up putting Dudley inside the glass and the snake outside. So the snake, like, escapes. And he's like, thank you to Harry. And he leaves. But then, of course, his aunt and uncle are pissed because they're like, what do you do, Dudley? Whatever. Okay. So then Harry turns, it's almost 11. So he starts getting letters from Hogwarts. Um... But they don't want him to know he's a wizard, and they don't want him to use his powers and, like, be a full wizard. So, so 
when you're 11, you get sent to Hogwarts. Yes. So it's middle school. Yeah, basically. It's like middle and, school and what, high school. What you told me was that they don't go to wizard college. They, like, get a job As far as Hogwarts. I know, they, like, get a job afterwards, yeah. Okay. You, like, go okay. right into the right into the field. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. So he keeps getting these letters, and Vernon keeps taking them from him, but... Because wizards are smart, they keep figuring out that he doesn't have the letters, so they, like, send him more, and they're, like, busting in through the house, and, like, whatever. So they get so mad, they take him to this, this, like, house on an island, hoping that, like, no letters will come to them. And it's Harry's birthday, so he, like, sings himself happy birthday as he's, like, laying on the floor of this house. (laughs) Um, But in comes Hagrid, and Hagrid's like... You're a wizard, like, they can't tell you no, you're coming with me. And he takes him and he leaves. Um, so then they go back to school, <laughs> they go back to school shopping, and they go to Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley? Yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> uh-huh. And they buy him, like, a wand from this place called Ollivander's, which is, like, he's the wand person, and, like... He goes on this whole spiel of like, oh, the wizard chooses the, or the wand chooses the wizard or whatever. Wands come more into play later, but just wanted to put that out there. Okay. And he gets Hagwig. That's his birthday present from Hagger, Haggard, Hagrid, Haggard. Haggis. Is Hedwig a, uh, a glorified um, messenger pigeon? so completely serious (laughs) okay yes but (laughs) (laughs) they're just pets they don't really have to do anything like Hermione has a a cat leader and like Ron has a a rat but like but the rat's a man isn't he (laughs) yeah we'll get get there am I being too much right now because I feel like I'm having a psychotic break (laughs) No, it's funny. I don't want this to just be me talking. Um, that's okay, but I have, another, I have another question. Mm. I'm so sorry. I have another no. question and then we can move on. Mm. Um, does Hedwig die? Yes. Okay. But way later. Okay. And like... And are are we going to address the small goblins yes. that run <laughs> yes. all the money yes. that are Jewish people? <laughs> Jewish people? Yes. Yes. We okay. Will, we... <laughs> First of all, to answer your initial question, the pets don't have to do anything, but yes, Hedwig, oh my god, I can't say her name today. Hedwig does deliver letters, but, like, the wizard owls can, like, go where, like, they can find the person. You don't have to, like, tell them where they are. Like, they can just find them. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, to address the bank, uh, yes, J.K. Rowling did write the bankers as short- uh, big nosed, beady eyed, greedy traitorous. <laughs> She's so awful. She's such a terrible person. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Um, yeah, she did that. Um, but so, they go to the bank because <laughs> I like I don't know how to how to I don't know how to. We could we can. We condemn uh, the anti-Semitism there we that's go. very apparent in Harry yeah. Potter, <laughs> yeah. and that's fucked up. <laughs> okay. Like the messed up undertones of the bank, yeah. I mean, 
um, they go to the bank because they get to Diagon Alley and Harriet's like, I'm poor. No one gives me, no one gives me money. And Hagrid's like, you have money, idiot. like, you have money, you fucking idiot. And he, he doesn't say it like that, but he takes him to the bank and they go in and they recognize, everybody recognizes him wherever he goes. They're like, oh, you're like Harry Potter, whatever. That's weird. They t- <laughs> That's so weird. No, everybody knows that he's like this baby that survived the killing curse from this dark, famous wizard. People not saying that it's Voldemort. Do people not know that they it's Voldemort? They don't say his name. They know it's Voldemort. But like, at this point in the movie- Should I not be saying his name? reason I'm not saying his name is because when you watch the movie, they don't really tell you that much about it yet. Okay. <laughs> Should I be saying it? <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't. Um, okay, okay. So they get to this bank, and they take him to this vault, which because his parents are dead, and it's wizarding money, so no one else can use it, it's been just sitting in this vault waiting for him, and they have so much. So he's, like, rich now. Wow, okay. But when they're back there in, like, the vaults, and, like, it's, like, in this giant, like, cave, Mm -hmm. and Hagrid's like, hold on, I have to go to this other vault, like, secret Hogwarts business, and, like, just takes Harry with him, and, like, they go to this vault, and he takes out this thing, and it's, like, wrapped in cloth, and it's, like, the only thing in there, and he, like, puts it in his pocket, and then they go. And Harry's like, okay. That's suspicious. (laughs) That's suspicious. That's weird. That's weird. Okay. (laughs) Um, so then the next day, or maybe the same day, it's the same day, Harry goes to King's Cross, which is, like, the actual, <laughs> the actual, like, train station in London, and Hagrid's like, I have to go, this is where I leave you, and it doesn't give him any more information, so Harry's just looking at this, like, paper, and it says, uh, platform nine and three quarters, and he's like, where's that at? There is none. So he goes up to this, um conductor and he's like how do I get there and he's like oh you stupid kid is that funny like everybody's just so aggressive to him but then he meets the Weasleys (laughs) he sees he sees like um a family and they like have they like have animals and like their cages and they have the same like trolley he does and he's like wizards so he watches them and like (laughs) There's this iconic Weasley twin scene where Molly's like, all right, all right, Fred, you first. And then he's like, I'm not Fred, he's Fred. And he and the other one goes, honestly, woman, you call yourself, yourself our mother. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, George, you first. And he goes, I'm only joking, I am Fred. And then he runs and, like, goes away. It's so funny. And that's, like, their only, like, one of two lines the entire movie. Right. <laughs> Of course. Um, so then we get on the actual Hogwarts Express, and he sits with Ron, and <laughs> Ron's so cute, he's such a cute little kid, and he has, um, a rat, <laughs> and he's like, George, like, turned him yellow once, and he, like, tries to use his wand, it, like, doesn't work, and, like, whatever, and then Hermione comes in, and she's like, I'm Hermione Granger, and you mm-hmm. are... And, like, she knows who Harry Potter is because she's, like, smart, whatever, and, like, whatever. So now they're all friends. Okay. So then we get to the actual, <laughs> we get to the actual school. 
and McGonagall's like taking them around, like explaining everything to them, whatever. Little 11 year old Draco Malfoy comes to Harry Potter and he's like, I'm Draco Malfoy, this is Crab, this is Goyle, like, and he sees him like staying next to Ron. He's like, You don't want to be hanging out with the wrong sword, like, whatever. And Harry's like, You know, man, I hate you already. And he's like, I know who the wrong sword is, Draco. And he's like, Okay, so then they're rivalry established. Because Draco's classes. <laughs> Draco really sucks. Okay. And um, so then they go to the sorting hat ceremony, and I forget why, but for some reason, Harry's already like, I do not want to be in Slytherin. I think because he knows. Yeah, how does he already know? I think because something someone told him a story and then i think also like draco was talking about how his dad like everybody in his family is a slytherin so he's gonna be slytherin so he gets up to the hat and he's like not slytherin please not slytherin and the hat's like mm, slytherin or gryffindor and he's like please no <laughs> but <laughs> they put him into gryffindor and him and all his friends whatever um and <laughs> two important things in this scene snape is already like in the corner. He doesn't like Harry. Being sus. Yeah. Um, and also, there's a class called Defense Against the Dark Arts. It's in every single movie. And every year there's a new teacher. And this year it's Quirrell. But you kind of figure out that it's like the position Snape wants every year. But he's just the potions teacher. Whatever. You'll see why that's important later. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, side thing that happens. Um think Harry overhears people talking about Gringotts, which is the bank with the okay. um, anti-Semitic undertones, got broken mm -hmm. into, and Harry's like, wait a minute. <laughs> He's like, what? But it doesn't get addressed until later. So then there's this, like, scene where they're learning flying lessons, and it's, like, all these little 11-year-olds. Yeah. And Harry's really good at it, and then... McGonagall gets called to do something else, and she's like, you guys stay here and do not fly your brooms. Like, don't, don't do it. And so she leaves. And then Neville has something, and God, I wish I could remember what it was. But he's, like, holding some, like, magical little trinket, whatever, and he's, like, being a little adorable and, like, showing it off. And then Draco, like, steals it from him and, like, I don't know, like, throws it or something. <laughs> and... Or no, he's, like, flying away with it or something. I think it, like, flies, whatever it is. Maybe it's a... No. Anyways. <laughs> and so Harry ends up taking his broom and, like, going against the teacher and, like, he's, like, flying it around. Maybe it wasn't McGonagall. Oh, my God. I literally cannot remember who the teacher it was. It's the other woman with it's the It's some other woman, hair. but she's not relevant. So, whatever. Yeah. McGonagall comes into the situation later. So he's, like, flying around and he ends up, like, catching whatever it was in front of McGonagall's office. So she's, like... And so she goes down, pulls Oliver Wood out of class, and is like, you have a new seeker, his name is Harry Potter, and he's 11. <laughs> and <laughs> why she couldn't wait until after class to tell him, I don't know. But she literally was like, this is so important. Um, so, so he joins the sports team. Yeah, he does. The, the sports team, he does. And there's, like, a cute little training scene where Oliver, like, shows him how to play Quidditch and everything. And Fred and George are also on the team, by the way. They're beaters. <laughs> and 
And that's where that uh, picture of Oliver Wood wearing the little black turtleneck comes from. So, just okay. side note. Okay. Okay. <gasps> Three-headed dog. <laughs> is he guarding the Chamber of Secrets? Girl, it's... This is Sorcerer's <laughs> Stone. <laughs> you forgetting what movie we're talking about? You're like, is this Twilight? We're the vampires. Where's Edward? <laughs> he comes later. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in later. Literally later. Um, okay, sorry. So, oh, God. Another gap in my memory. I don't remember what they're doing around the school, but the little trio, Ron, Hermione, and Harry are, like, snooping around. And they find this room with this three-headed, giant three-headed dog in it. And they're like... <laughs> and they, like, escape it. Whatever. <laughs> just, just information for later. Um, oh, I remember this part. A troll, an ogre, a giant, a troll. Um, he infiltrates, and then they, and then Hermione fixes it, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. So it's Halloween night, and okay. so on Halloween night, Quirrell, the new Defense Against the Dark Arts instructor, is like, "Uh, there's a troll in here." I don't know where it is, but, he but he's brought in it here. In. He brought it in, didn't he? Well, sister, we're not there yet. But sister, I know that I know what happens. I've seen this for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's getting sent to their rooms, and they're like, "Don't come out! Like this, this troll's gonna kill someone." But then Ron and Harry are like, "Um, where's Hermione? <laughs> we left her somewhere." So they're like, let's not tell teacher, we're 11, but we can handle this. So they run down, they find her in the girl's bathroom, and of course, the troll is in there, and he's like, hitting everything with like, his big like, hammer, whatever. They fight it, they defeat it, Ron like, sticks his like, wand in its nose, and like, it's disgusting. Um, and then McGonagall and Snape and Quirrell all come in, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> And Snape has a cut on his leg. And so Harry's like, that's suspicious. That's weird. Because <laughs> they had already seen the three-headed dog. So they're like, oh my god, it's protecting something in the other room that Snape wants. Okay. Um, okay, so then it's the first Quidditch game. And Yay! <laughs> yes! And so Harry's nervous, whatever. You can see Fred and George in that picture. Oh my god. <laughs> and they're playing but harry's broom is like freaking out and he's like i don't know how to fix this problem messing with it right like snape is snape is messing with it yeah so hermione's like in the (laughs) hermione's like in the stands and she sees harry like falling off his broom and she looks and she sees like the professor's stand and she sees just mouthing words so hermione's like I got this covered. So she goes and she lights him on fire. Um, <gasps> and That's like, nuts. it's a distraction enough that Harry's uh, broom starts working again and he catches the snitch in his mouth, which makes right. Gryffindor win. So they win their first uh, Quidditch match. 10 points for Gryffindor! <laughs> yeah. I don't get the point system Me and what that means, but okay. Every house gets points or they can lose points. And at the end of the year, there's, like, the end of the year feast. And then one house wins. I don't remember what they win. It might just be pride. They win the food. 
they win the food. They're like, <laughs> Slytherin can eat all the food. Everyone else goes hungry for the night. Your last <laughs> night here, you starve. So. You get the scraps in the morning. <laughs> the leftovers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, again, more gaps in my information. At some point, they find out this name of Nicholas Flamel, and they're, like, figuring out that, like, the Sorcerer's Stone is in the school, and it's, like, protected in that room with the dog in it. So Harry's like, I gotta know who Nicholas Flamel is, but first Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) First Christmas. First Christmas. So... For whatever reason, <laughs> Ron spends Christmas with Harry at the school and not at his house. I don't know why, but they do. Probably because Harry doesn't have anywhere to go, so maybe he's keeping him company. Yeah, but why wouldn't he just take him to his family's house? Maybe they don't know each other that well yet. He doesn't want to invite him over. They're 11. Maybe he's embarrassed. Maybe he's embarrassed <laughs> about what is... <laughs> I don't think that's it. Okay. I like his sweater. Me too. I was just gonna say, so every year Molly makes everybody in the family a sweater with their initial on it. They're called Weasley sweaters, and Harry gets one from her with an H on it. That's so sweet. I know. I love I love Molly Weasley so much. <laughs> um so then Harry has one other present and it's an invisibility cloak that was his dad's. So he's like, idea. So that night, he, like, goes down to the library, and he goes into this section called the restricted, restricted section, and he tries to go find out about Nicholas Flamel, and he opens this book, and it, like, screams at him, so he, like, closes it, and then he almost gets caught by Filch, who's, like, the caretaker, grounds, he, I don't know, he, like, just is annoying, and so he leaves the library. Um, Quirrell and Snape are, like, fighting, and Snape's, like, like yelling at him whatever and Harry's just standing there with his invisibility cloak and he's like watching them and there's this clip where Snape like feels someone's present and he goes <laughs> but Harry like steps backwards and it's so funny okay. oh and Emily this is one of the things you asked me about was the mirror. the mirror so this mirror shows every wizard their like greatest desire and Harry's is to be with his dead parents, which is so sad. That is really and sad. And he spends, like, all of Christmas break, like, literally, like, in front of this mirror, just, like, looking at his parents. And one day Dumbledore finds him, he's like, don't spend too much time in front of this mirror, like, sometimes, like, the greatest, like, the greatest desire of a wizard is, like, his downfall or whatever. Some, some cryptic advice, okay? So, they find out Nicholas Flamel is, like, this... He's the sorcerer who made the stone, okay? So he made the stone. Is he the centaur? Is he the centaur? Also, who drinks unicorn blood? Is that Quarrel? (laughs) I don't... I think I may should have spoken up earlier, but the whole Nick Flamel thing, I I did not fully wrap my head around. (laughs) That's why I'm about to explain it. Okay. Nicholas Mel is not the centaur. He's like this old dead guy, okay? And he he's the only known person to have made the sorcerer's stone. 
which if you make the stone, you can make the elixir of life, which gives you immortality. So they're like, oh my That's god. That's right! Snape wants... <laughs> Snape, because he's so suspicious, wants the stone, and he wants it for whatever. Um, uh-huh. And so they're like, wow, we have to tell Dumbledore. We'll get there. So they go to ask Hagrid more about the stone. But then Hagrid's mm-hmm. like having his own emotional breakdown because he has this dragon egg and it hatches and he names it Norbert and he's like I can't keep him but like I don't want to give him up and Ron's like well my my older brother trains dragons in Spain so like I'll just he can just take him and have a good to home so Draco finds them in Hagrid's little hut and he's like I'm I'm gonna snitch I'm gonna tell you guys like you're with Hagrid when you shouldn't be and he has a dragon like I'm gonna snitch but then they end up getting detention like all of them together and McGonagall was like you're gonna help Hagrid go into the the forbidden forest even though you're all 11 and it's unsafe and you're gonna find this <laughs> dead unicorn that died because you have to clean it up or something I don't know they had to go find this dead unicorn okay so, so Draco and Harry go together, and they're, like, walking through the forest, and um, they find the literally the scariest thing in this movie, which is just, like, some dark figure, like, drinking out of a unicorn, and then, like, attacks them, but then right. the centaur comes and saves them. That's why the centaur is there. Oh, that makes so much more sense. And okay. Harry's like, oh my god, that was totally Voldemort. <laughs> Who killed my parents? So, oh, he just knows now? He, I don't remember how. I think he figures it out somehow. Whatever, there's some discussion. Okay, so there's this piece of information that gets revealed, and Hagrid's like, I think some guy overheard me when I was at the bar, like, talking about Norbert. Um, Fluffy the dog falls asleep if you play it, it music. So I think some guy heard and is, like, gonna come get the stone oh, because okay. people drink unicorn's blood because it has enough um, like, properties to keep you, like, alive if you're, like, dying. Okay. So he's like, oh my god, someone totally heard me talking about that. My bad, guys. Yeah, Hagrid should be running his mouth so much, my god. Crying over a dragon in the bar. Like, grow up. Okay. (laughs) So... Harry, Hermione, Ron are like, oh my, we have to go tell Dumbledore. But he's, like, away on business. So they can't tell him. <laughs> I literally don't. I. That's convenient. <laughs> That's convenient? Okay, yeah, I like, I can't explain that to you. Um, And then they go down to this little chamber. They get through all these obstacles. And it's revealed. Oh, they go down to a chamber? They go yeah. down to a chamber, but this isn't the Chamber of Secrets movie. Do you see why I have such trouble with these first two? It makes no sense. Well, the stone <laughs> is the important thing. You'll see. Anyway. You'll see. Okay. okay. And they do this whole, they, like, have to get through all these, like, obstacles. And the really funny thing, it's not funny, but it's, like, funny to me because it's stupid. Ron's, like, really good at chess. And there's, like, this yeah. giant game of, like, wizard's chess that they have to, like, beat. And, like, Ron, like, <laughs> like one of the pieces, like, hits him. And, like, he's like, uh, go on without me. And, like, Hermione stays with him. <laughs> so Harry goes by himself to this, like, little, like, room. And Quarrel's there. Right. And he's, like, trying to get the stone. And then he takes off his turban. And he's like, guess what? Voldemort's been living on the back of my head this whole time. Um, 
and he like tries to get him to look in, in the mirror and he's like look in the mirror and like because you'll you'll like whatever like I, I'll give you what you like give me the stone look in the mirror and give me the stone basically and for some reason when Harry looks in the mirror it's like in his pocket and Voldemort's like if you give me the stone like I'll bring your parents back to life and Harry's like no oh my god no you won't and they like fight and like Voldemort like comes out of Coral's head <laughs> and like passes through yeah. Harry and he like passes out he wakes up in this hospital room and um, he figures out, like, Quirrell's dead and, like, the stone was destroyed and, like, the reason he survived when Voldemort, like, passed through him is because when his mom <laughs> was dying, her, like, love and her sacrifice for Harry, like, when she put herself in front of him, like, left some, like, powerful magic from her love for her son that's like stronger than Voldemort in his body or something (laughs) what like some some cosmic goo is in him I think it's just love (laughs) (laughs) okay because he survived Voldemort's attack the first time because his mom loved him so much so he's like gonna survive him again okay okay um there's also the end of the year feast that I was talking about before and uh, Dumbledore, like, announces the points, and he's like, um, Slytherin won, but you know what? <laughs> Harry, Ron, and Hermione all get points for these things that they did while they were trying to get to the stone, so actually Gryffindor wins. Right, I remember that. Um, also Neville gets points, because I wasn't gonna talk about this, but then I saw the funniest edit the other day. There's, like, this point where they're, like, sneaking out of their room, and Neville sees them, he's like hey, you guys can't do that. And then Hermione, like, stupefies him and, like, they, like, run past him. But there was this TikTok edit where she, like, pulls out a gun and she goes, I saw Sorry that. to do this, Neville. And she shoots him. <laughs> it was so funny. I saw that. Um, and that's the end of the first movie. Woohoo! Do we have any questions so far? No. No. <laughs> okay. I know exactly what's going on. I'm glad. Okay. Movie two. This is the Chamber of Secrets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> no! Is this... Is, no! I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I reacted that way, for those that can't see, is because fucking Dobby's in this movie, and Dobby's the scariest character in Harry Potter. And I need to know what the fuck is up with the whole Dobby sock house elf thing. I don't get it. Is he a slave? Yeah. Are there more than one? Yeah. Or is he the only one? And no. he just goes to everyone's house. Okay, I need it. I need that to <laughs> he's explain the, immediately. He's the <laughs> only slave to every single wizard. Every day he spends just running around trying to serve all these wizards. No. Okay. It's another summer. Harry has to be home with his family. Well the Dursleys, and he's not happy about it, and he's especially not happy about it because he hasn't gotten any letters from his friends, and he can't send any letters from his friends because they locked up Hedwig in this little, like, padlocked cage, so he can't talk to anybody, so he's, like, real sad, um, and it's his 12th birthday, and he can't even go downstairs because his uncle's having, like, one of his clients over for dinner, 
And he's like, right, he's gonna go upstairs and be quiet as a mouse and not make any sound. You know, I'm just direct quotes from the movie. <laughs> I don't know why that's in my brain. <laughs> this movie is the one, one of the ones that I remembered the most, like yeah. from the first time I watched it, like years ago. I don't know why this one just like sticks in your memory. So Harry goes back upstairs and Dobby's in his room. And he's like, the so fuck it, is it turns that? into a horror movie at this point. At this point, it turns into a horror movie because Dobby has entered the scene. <laughs> now the movie's rated R because it's so scary. <laughs> so Dobby's a house elf, yeah. and we'll find out later he's the Malfoy's house elf. So he lives with the Malfoys. Okay. Why is he with Harry Potter? Anyways. He, well, he's like, Harry Potter, like, I'm here to tell you, you can't go to Hogwarts this year. And. Harry's like, on what authority? And and Dobby's like, you can't. Like, you'll be in grave danger if you go. Like, don't do it. And he, like, mentions something that was in, like, a letter from one of his friends. And Harry's like, hey, how did you know that? And he's like, um, Dobby may have intercepted all the letters Mr. Potter was getting. So he'd think his friends didn't care about him and wouldn't want to come back to, um, Hogwarts. And Harry's like, give me the letters. And they start fighting over the letters. And obviously it's making a bunch of noise. Whatever. Just thinking of this scene, like, I got a little bit sick of my stomach thinking about Dobby speaking. You hating the most oppressed person in this movie. I don't know anything about his his social hierarchical position in this society. All I know is that when I saw this movie, when I was like, Eight, I was scared of him because he looks terrifying. I thought Dobby was cute when I was little. We're both different. I know. My brain is smooth like an egg and yours is a little bit more So wrinkled. many folds. Yeah. Um, Harry ends up going downstairs to like serve his family and be their slave. And right. And Dobby comes downstairs and he's like, say you won't go back to Hogwarts or I'm going to lift this cake and put it on that lady's head. And Harry's like, please don't. <laughs> and um, it ends up on her head. Long story short, he gets locked in his room. They put bars on his windows. Whatever. Um, but thank Jesus God for Christ. the Weasleys. Am I right? The car. This is when the flying car happens. The flying car comes, and the Weasleys are there, and they're like, "Harry, get in!" Like whatever. And they like, it's Fred and George are driving, and Ron's like in the passenger seat. And they, like, put this, like, hook on the window and they, like, pull the bars off. And Vernon comes in last minute and, like, tries to, like, hold his leg to keep right. him in. But, like, he just gets in and they go. Whatever. So they get to the burrow, which is where the, Le- the Weasleys stay in the summer. And, um, yeah, he just meets the whole fam. Oh, Ginny's there. Ginny's there and it's her first year of Hogwarts. Oh. And she, like, is in love with Harry now. And they end up together. Okay. <laughs> and they end up together. End of movie. <laughs> well, I know that they end up together. And then anyway. Percy's all Percy's in the first movie too. He's a prefect, which is like being or he's a head boy, which means like he like is in charge of Gryffindor House. And he's like okay. the rule follower, like perfect student of the family. Is he like an RA? Yeah, kind of, but like way stricter. Okay. So they take him to Diagon Alley and, like, they do back-to-school shopping, and there's this new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, which, by the way, the abbreviation for that is Dada. 
So. Data. Data. So the new data is <laughs> this celebrity author named Gilroy. Gilroy. Gilroy Lockhart, and he like is obsessed with Harry oh. Potter, and they go to like this book signing, and this like they take pictures of him and like it's this whole big deal and then <laughs> Draco Malfoy comes down the stairs. They have cameras? Yes. They have cameras in the wizarding world? Yeah. Okay. But they're like magical cameras so like when the when the news release gets like printed it's like a gif on paper. Got it. Okay. So it's not just any camera. Whatever. Um, Anyways. Draco comes down the stairs of this, like, bookshop, and he's like, I bet you love that, didn't you, Potter? Um, and oh he's, like, God. making fun of Harry, and he's like, you can't even go to a bookstore and, like, get your picture taken, like, you love the attention, Ugh. And then, like, Ginny comes over, and she's like, leave him alone! And Draco's like, mm, got yourself a girlfriend! And, like, Lucius comes over, who is Draco's father, and he's like, play nice, Draco, and he's, like, talking to Harry, and, like, taunting the Weasleys, whatever, and while they aren't looking, he, like, slips Ginny this little, like, book, and it's just, like, we see it, and Harry sees it, and that's, like, it. And then I go to school. Um, (laughs) but when they get to the platform, Harry and Ron can't get through, so, like, they're, like, oh, god, how do we get to Hogwarts now? They steal the car, we steal the bus, and they just drive to school. (laughs) But they end up getting seen by a bunch of um, muggles, which is bad. And they end up crashing the car. And they only get attention for this. I don't know why. And Harry ends up having to do detention with Lockhart, who's, like, obsessed with him because he's, like, a celebrity, too. And he, like, helps him sign autographs. And Harry, like, ends up hearing this, like, scream and, like, goes out into, like, the hallway. And uh, he sees this, which is written in the blood. The Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Enemies of her, of the... <laughs> I'm trying to read the picture. <laughs> Enemies of, the... of her, <laughs> of Miss Chamber. What does it say? It says air, but you can't see Oh. And also enemies of the her. <laughs> Miss Miss Chamber has been opened. Okay. So Harry walks out into this <laughs> walks out into this scene and Filch's cat, Mrs. Norris, has been petrified, which means she's like frozen and like looks like she was scared to death, basically. But she's not dead. She's just petrified. And all the students come out, and they're like, oh my god, like, the chamber was open, what does that mean? And basically what they find out is that, that what this means is, so the four founders of Hogwarts are all named, like, Slytherin, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, whatever. Hufflepuff was the last one, I didn't have to list that many more, I don't know why I said whatever. (laughs) And one of them, his name is, like, Salazar, like, Slytherin or whatever. He made this chamber with this monster in it, and what the monster does is it it, it kills half bloods and like muggle or like muggle born people because they're like impure. So basically, it's like a genocide okay. monster. Monster. So they're killing 
unpure <laughs> muggles and half-bloods? Yeah. Okay, so it's... It's cool. it's really like a genocide tool. That's fucked up! Okay. Yeah, so needless to say, everybody is terrified. <laughs> right. Um... And for some reason, they all think it's, like, the, so the heir of Slytherin is what, so, like, the heir oh, my God, the heir of Slytherin is, like, the person who is, like, the heir to Salazar Slytherin, and they're, like, them coming to Hogwarts made the chamber open or whatever. Okay. So, everybody's, like, oh, my God, who is it? And they start suspecting right. Draco, because, like, his whole family's in Slytherin, and, like, he's a jerk, and, like, he also, um, is pro, uh, anti- impure bloods so like oh my god maybe it's draco so harry ron and hermione take upon themselves and they're like we're gonna interrogate draco but he's not gonna tell us anything so we have to disguise ourselves as crab and goyle his like little buddies and we're gonna ask him um i forget who i think hermione was trying to turn himself into one of the girls but she ends up using a cat hair in this potion because you have to put someone's hair in it and, um, when they all transform, her- uh, Hermione turns into this, like, cat thing. And she's, like, super embarrassed and, like, hates her life. Cause it's gonna take a really long time for her to, like, not be it anymore. So, she goes to the hospital wing and they have to go interrogate Draco on their own. So, they go and they talk to him. And it's, like, this whole funny scene where, like, they're trying to be Crab and Goyle, but, like, obviously they can't act like him and, like, they have to do their voices because, like, their voices don't change. Whatever. They talk to Draco and he's, like, it's not me, but, like, um, my dad said that the last time someone, like, the last time the chamber opened, like, a muggle girl died. Or, like, not a muggle girl, uh, a half-blood died. Okay. So, people will die, basically, is, is the uh, cool, 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 consensus cool. here. Um, okay, yeah. So then, other things that happen that are kind of important, but, like, not really. Harry, during a lesson with Lockhart, figures out he can speak Parseltongue, which is um, speaking to snakes, which is basically what he did in the first movie. Oh, okay. And, like, basically no one else can do it except for, like, him and the Dark Lord, Voldemort. So, scary. And then... Harry finds this diary, and it's, like, blank pages, so he tries to write in it, and, like, the writing goes away, but something answers him, and he's like, what? Figures out it belonged to someone named Tom Marvolo Riddle. <gasps> Voldemort! Voldemort! Well, yeah. Okay. And he shows him, like, this flashback somehow, like, through the diary of this girl dies, and her name is Myrtle. And Myrtle, and um, Tom blames it on Hagrid and says that Hagrid released this monster into like the open, and he says that the monster is the spider, this giant spider monster. And he's like, Hagrid did it, and Hagrid gets sent to oh, he gets expelled from school because he's a student at the time. So that's Tom Riddle's deal. Okay, okay. I don't get how Tom Riddle turns into Voldemort, but I don't think I need to understand that right now. Yeah, that's later in the movies, too. But you find out he is Voldemort in this movie. Okay. His name literally is, like, he makes it an anagram for I am Voldemort. Or Lord Voldemort. (laughs) Oh. So. Okay. 
it's not clicking, but I'm I'm assuming it's gonna it's gonna get explained to me. Okay. So I'm still alive all these years later. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um Hermione So is Hagrid in trouble now? Sorry. Not yet. No. This is like a flashback to when he was a student. He just got expelled as a student. Oh, okay. Um but still bad because he got a, a girl's death blamed on him, but like whatever. Okay. So Hermione gets petrified, so she's in the hospital again. And um Hagrid is is in trouble now. He's getting taken away to Azkaban because they're like, well, he was accused of releasing this monster the first time this happened, so it must be him again. So he's going to Azkaban. Oh. And so as he's getting taken away, Hagrid is like, he tells Ron and Harry, he's like, follow the spiders. And so they go into the, like, the Forbidden Forest, and they follow these spiders, and there's this giant spider. <gasps> oh! That's a gross picture of what that looks like. Like, sorry, that's, the movie, like, that's what it is in the movie. There's this okay. really funny line that Ron says where he's like, follow the spiders, why can't it have been follow the butterflies? And it's so funny, but, <laughs> anyways. So the spider, long story short, is like, nah, it wasn't Hagrid and it wasn't me that killed the girl. And then all of a sudden he starts attacking and, like, sending all these, like, little spiders after Ron and Harry. But the Ford comes and saves them. The Ford literally drives into the forest and, like, picks them up and, like, drives them out. (laughs) I don't know. But then, so they go and they visit um, Hermione in the hospital and they find in her hand was a crumpled up piece of paper from a book, and it shows this monster called like a ball slick or something. And it's basically this a ball lick. What'd you say? <laughs> what did she just say? It's called a ball slick or something. <laughs> okay. Ballslick. I don't know. Um, it's basically I'm just gonna call ballic, I'm just whatever. gonna call it a big snake for the purposes of because okay. that's what it is. And they were like, "Oh my gosh, she must have been researching what this monster was when she got petrified, and that's why she got petrified." So they're like, okay. "This is the monster, right?" Um, Harry also connects the dots that like Ginny, um, like gets taken into the chamber. And so they go down there, and he finds Lockhart and Ginny in there, and Ginny's also, like, dead. <laughs> she's not dead, oh. but she's, like, unconscious or whatever. I think, I don't think she's petrified, but she's in, she's unconscious. And he figures out Lockhart's, like, a fraud, and, like, he's been behind all this, whatever. Like, the typical situation, the, the dada is not where it's at. Um, oh, so this is the second time where... The dada has caused the problem. Yes. Does that keep happening? Yes. You'd think they'd yes. figure that out at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not... Okay, it's not always the, the dada who causes the problem, but there's always a new one, and there's always problems, so... Hey, who's that woman that dresses up in pink? Is she a dada, too? No one likes her. <laughs> Her name is Umbridge, and you'll see what she she's in the fifth movie. Okay, she's not yeah, she's not good. I don't like her either. No one does. Okay, okay. So okay. in this chamber, it's like that's so that face that's in the stone. That's Salazar Slytherin's like face in the stone. 
and Tom Riddle's like memory appears in this chamber because the diary's down there and he's the heir to Slytherin and basically what happened was Lucius Malfoy slipped Ginny the diary so she would use it and Tom Riddle was talking to her through the diary and like like got her to open up the chamber so that his like his memory could like come into power right that's crazy that's crazy um does that snake thing chase harry it's the senior getting chased by that snake and he falls yeah he comes out and he like chases him um and (laughs) okay so dumbledore has a phoenix which is like that big bird the big fire bird i know what a phoenix is i can't be too sure you know the rise of the phoenix it's the order I know, but that's what that's the phrase you associate with Phoenix the Phoenix rising from the ashes. I know what a fucking Phoenix is. I'd like a little bit more credit, please. <laughs> You're the offense. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So <laughs> Harry um is like fighting and like running from this snake thing and um the Phoenix comes and like saves him and like heals him and then like Harry, like, stabs Tom Riddle's diary with the tooth from the big snake, and, like, it makes that part of, like, Voldemort die, so Tom Riddle's memory goes away. Jenny comes back to, like, consciousness. Everything's fine. They get out. Um, the last (laughs) scene is what you were questioning about before, which was, what's the deal with Dobby and the sock and everything? So... Dobby is a house elf, and basically what house elves are is there is a bunch of them, they're all over the place, they all look different, whatever. They, like, belong to, like, families, and they make them do work or whatever. And they're, like, they've been around for as long as wizards have. So, Dobby is the Malfoy's house elf, and he warned Harry Potter not to come to school because he knew he'd get hurt. Because he overheard Lucius Malfoy talking about Harry Potter and everything like that. And he knew it was going to happen. So he's trying to warn Harry Potter not to go to school. So. <laughs> Harry figures out he's trying to keep him safe. And there's this whole scene where Harry... Because Harry put together the dots that, like, Ginny got the diary from Lucius when they were at the bookstore. And so he's like, I know you did it. And Lucius is like, you shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> And Harry gives Dobby the diary, and he has his sock pressed into the pages, and he's like, give this to Lucius. And Dobby takes up the sock, and he's like, oh my god, I'm free! Because when a house elf gets a piece of clothing, it means they're free. Um, so that was like Harry's sock? Yeah, he gave to Dobby, so Dobby's free now. So Dobby does not answer to Lucius Malfoy. So Lucius Malfoy is like, shut up, Harry. And he goes to Avada Kedavra him right there in the middle of Hogwarts. But Dobby protects him and, like, deflects the spell. I don't know what that means. So that's the I killing. don't know what Abracadabra means in the wizard world. Avada <laughs> Oh my god, it is like Abracadabra. It is Abracadabra, just, like, with V's instead of a B. Anyways, um, that's the killing spell. That's the spell that is like one of like the four. He's gonna kill Harry. He's gonna, he's right gonna kill him. And 
that's like the spell that Voldemort tried to use on Harry Potter, whatever. Um, everyone's fine, the movie ends. Oh, and th this is that scene you were talking about where, um, they all hug. Oh, because she was all sick. Because she yeah, was petrified, and she finally got unpetrified, so they all hugged, because, like, even though she wasn't able to give them all the information she knew, she, like, they figured out that, like, she had the page in her hand. That's cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, questions about this movie? Uh, let me check, let me check, let me check. Uh, when do we find out, when do we find out what a pumpkin pasty is? They're just a candy. Oh, they're not a, they're not a pastry? They might be a pastry. They're like a treat. They okay. like sell them on the carts. Okay. One of my overall questions is, were Harry Potter's parents hot? And now that I've seen pictures of them, the answer is yes. Um, am I going to find out what, um, uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> What's the next movie? Prisoner of Azkaban? Mm -hmm. So this is where we meet Sirius Black. Yes. I, was, I have a question about that one, but. Okay. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's another oh. summer. What? I burped. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's another summer. He's with the Dursleys for another summer. Hates his life. Why does he keep... Question. Why does he keep going back there? Why can't he just go back to the Weasley's house? He hasn't stayed with them yet. Um, and I think it's because the Dursleys have, like, legal custody over him. Okay, but that makes no sense. Because if he's a... Whatever. Human laws... Stay intact in the wizard world? Yes, to an extent. Stupid. Okay, continue. Um, so Harry's like, my life sucks, but you know what? There's a summer trip to Hogsmeade that I might get to go on. Which is like, mm -hmm. that's like the town by the school. And he's like, maybe I'll get to go and see my friends like that. So Vernon's sister comes over to visit, and again, Harry like has to be their little slave. Mm. And... Vernon's sister ends up bad-mouthing Lily and James Potter, and so he gets mad, and he makes her, um, inflate and float away. And, Damn. Which is illegal. He's not supposed to use magic outside of school yet. Because he's not 17 yet. So, <laughs> Vernon's like, make, make, make her normal, like, stop it, and he's like, no. And he runs away. And see those. this, like, sequence of, event of events happens where like he sees this black dog and this bus comes and this bus is like it's a wizard bus and it like takes him to the leaky cauldron which is like this pub hotel thing in the wizard world mm -hmm. and this like weird bus takes him there but he also sees this poster which is on the slide which is of Sirius Black and he's escaped from Azkaban and he is dangerous because He's supposed to be a supporter of Lord, Lord Voldemort, and he supposedly killed his entire family. But isn't he a good guy? Isn't he, like, Harry's godfather? You'll have to find out. Okay. So he goes to Leaky Cauldron, and he finds the Weasleys and Hermione, and they're all there. And, um, and Arthur works for the Ministry of Magic, which is, like, the... Who's Arthur? Who is that? <laughs> You did not tell me who the fuck is that was. Arthur Weasley is the dad of the Weasleys. The papa, okay. The, he's papa bear. 
and he's like, <laughs> he works for the Ministry of Magic, which is like, again, I didn't read the books, so I don't really know, but it's like this like wizard government kind of thing. Okay. And so he has like all the secret information about everything, and he pulls Harry aside, and he's like, just wanted to warn you, like. Sirius Black is on the loose, and since he's a Voldemort, like, supporter, he might try to come kill you, so, like, you need to watch your back. And Harry's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so we go to school, and the kids get into this bus. Remus Lupin! Remus Lupin! (laughs) It's Remus Lupin. People love- okay. The new thing on TikTok is that people are simping over Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, and another old man on Harry Potter. So all of the girls, all of the girls with daddy issues, have now infiltrated and are simping over the old man. I mean, don't they all, anyways? Gary Oldman, Sirius Black, so sexy in that role. Okay, yeah. Is that a Dementor that you've put on the screen? Who's that? Yeah, who is that? Well, let me get there. Okay. Also, I said a bus, but I meant the train. Um, oh, I totally didn't catch that. No, because okay. you got excited that you knew who Remus Lupin was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know, like, who he is, what he does. I just know that actor space, I know that's Remus Lupin. Okay. Proud of you. Why is he on the bus? You're going to tell me. <laughs> Okay, he's on the Hogwarts Express, and <laughs> I the train. <laughs> we just did that. I know me. I said the bus by accident. Oh, I didn't hear that. Anyways, why is he on the bus? <laughs> um. Anyways, they get on the bus. They get on the ex- they get on the express, and. Like, all the compartments are full, so they just get into this one that has this, like, man asleep on it. And, um, they're, like, in the train, they're just talking, whatever. And then all of a sudden, this Dementor comes into the train, and he's, like, it, like, gets really cold, and it's, like, dark, and the lights go out. And this Dementor comes, and he, like, starts, like, looking at all of them, and he, like, sucks the soul out of Harry. And (laughs) Harry passes out. But it turns out Remus Lupin is the man in the train. And he's the new dada, and he takes off <gasps> his cloak, and he casts a Patronus, which fe- is the only thing that can fend off a Dementor, because Dementors are made of, like, they thrive off of, like, bad memories and, like, unhappiness, but a Patronus is, like, your happiest memories. Okay. So, Harry wakes up, and, um, they get to school. Remus Lupin's the new professor, whatever. Um... We find out that the Dementors are there because of Sirius Black being free, because they're, like, there to guard the school. So just background information. Small details. Um, There's a new teacher also. Her name is Trelawney. She teaches divinations. She's, like, a fraud. She's, like, not good at all. Um, Hagrid gets promoted to be a teacher. He teaches mythical creatures, which is where- Is this where they start writing- they start writing animals? No. Kind of. There's, like, one scene where Harry rides an animal. Yeah, okay. Just, like, what? Okay. What happens is Draco's in this class with Harry, and um, Hagrid has this, like, hippogriff, which is that thing in that picture that's really grainy, mm-hmm. 
and he's like, someone come say hi, and, like, no one wants to, and so he calls on Harry, and it ends up really liking Harry, because Harry's, like, whatever, and it, like, takes him on a flight, and they, like, they have fun. Yes? Is it fair to say that Harry is the Dr. Doolittle of the wizard world, if he can speak to all these animals? <laughs> is that a fair statement? Um, sure. I mean, (laughs) I think he's just a really powerful wizard. Right, but animals like him, he can speak to snakes. It's a little bit like Dr. Doolittle. You know what? Good for you finding the parallels between Harry Potter and Dr. Doolittle. Well, I I am an English major, so I pick up on these things. You should write a thesis paper about this. Oh my god. I could. I'd tear it apart. Alright. Ugh, I'm about to uh, kill it. Ugh, I'm about to kill it. Ugh. Okay. So this hippogriff's name is Buckbeak, by the way. Draco gets jealous because Harry like did something right again and everybody's like, oh my god, that was so cool. And Draco's like, whatever, I can do that. And he like goes up to the the hippogriff and like doesn't like him, so like hits him and like throws him on the ground and like whatever and he take Hagrid takes him to the hospital whatever and it ends up that like Draco gets really mad because it embarrassed him so he tells his dad and his dad's like kill that thing so (laughs) it's gonna get executed anyways just that's so stupid okay so they come inside one day and all the paintings are wait oh one more note um about this last slide with Draco in it. This is like the few minutes that most of the clips on TikTok come from of him, where like he eats the apple, he strokes the book spine, he's like teasing Harry. You know what I mean? So, I can tell, yeah. Which also, everybody's making fun of Harry because he fainted when the Dementor came. So, oh, uh, Potter, Potter, is it true that you fainted? Shove off, Malfoy. Such a good scene. Um, okay, so the paintings, which, the paintings are, like, alive, I don't know if you remember, and- I know that. I've been to Harry Potter you... World. <laughs> I've also seen the movie. Sorry, I didn't know your expertise was so, was so expansive, oh my god. So, the paintings are hiding, and they're like, serious Black is in the building, and so they make everybody like sleep in the great hall and Remus Lupin is like not feeling well so Snape takes over his class for him and he teaches them about werewolves to which this is the point in the movie where I was like oh my god because Remus Lupin Lupin werewolves Lupin how am I supposed to understand how that correlates to werewolves I don't know if what the word for werewolf in German is, but the Latin roots, which is why I know it in, like, in French, it was Lupin. It's werewolf in German, I swear to God. I know, it's Lugeru in French or whatever. But, so I was like, oh my god, of course his name would be almost werewolf, but <laughs> it's, it's werewolf. 
It's literally just werewolf with a German accent. It's werewolf. What's the word for wolf? Just wolf? I'll look. <laughs> werewolf. Werewolf. <laughs> wolf. It's literally just wolf. Yeah, so I didn't German pick up on that. English, but it's like people making fun of English. Yeah. Anyways, but... For me, I was like, oh my god, of course he's a werewolf. Anyways. So Remus Lupin is a werewolf? Yeah, that's basically what it's hinting at, because he's being like, I don't feel well. Okay. So, then there's a Quidditch game, and Harry's, like, flying all over the place, trying to find the snitch, whatever. And the Dementors get him, and they, like, make him pass out again in the middle of the game, whatever. And then... Oh. Basically, he it, like makes him pass out again, and he's, like, asks Lupin to, like, teach him how to, like, cast Patronus and protect himself, and he's, like, okay, but, like, let's do it after Christmas, because, like, I don't feel good. And then, so, yeah. Oh. (laughs) I just had to point out, I just had to point out the scene when Harry wakes up in the infirmary, and they look like They look good in that picture. Yeah, I know they do. Okay. So. It's the map! It's the map! <laughs> Anyone? Anyone. <laughs> Whatever. One of the best scenes of them. Okay. They're going to... So, there's another Hogsmeade trip, and you can't go if you're underage unless your guardian signs, like, a little permission slip for you, and of course, Harry doesn't have one, so he couldn't go the last time they went to Hogsmeade, but he ends up thinking, like, I'm just gonna sneak out and go to Hogsmeade. So he uses his invisibility cloak, and he starts sneaking out. And he walks past the Weasley twins, and they're they're building a snowman. Oh. And they, like, grab him, and they're like, very clever, Harry, but not clever enough. Come and join the big boys. And, like, they take him into the stairwell. And they're like, you're gonna need something better than that to, like, get to Hogsmeade. And they give him the map. The Marauder's mm-hmm. map. So... This map shows anyone, anyone, <laughs> where they are, what they're doing. So they give it to him, and they're like, all you gotta do is just say, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good, and then say mischief managed, and like, it'll open and close, and they stole it from Filch. Um, so he goes into Hogsmeade successfully, and he sneaks into this, like, little pub where he sees, like, a bunch of really important people are meeting, and he overhears that Sirius Black is his godfather, and that Sirius Black is the reason his parents died, because when they were hiding from Voldemort, they um, told he told Peter Pettigrew, who was working for Voldemort, where they were, so Voldemort found them and killed them. So. Okay. So he's very upset, because his godfather murdered his parents, basically. Right, okay, okay. Um, so then, <laughs> oh, the holidays go by, and he learns how to cast Patronus. His Patronus is a deer. Whatever. It's a stag. Okay. Okay. And, uh, oh. <laughs> so one night, or he's looking at the map, and he sees Peter Pettigrew on the map. And he's like, what? He's in Hogwarts? So he goes out, and he tries to go find who is him. That? Wait, wait, did I miss who that was? Yes, because I just Pettigrew. said it. <laughs> So who is he? He's the friend that Sirius Black told where Harry's parents were. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Got lost. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, he's looking at the map, and he sees that he's in the building, and he's like, oh my god, he must be with Sirius, or like, at least know who he is, like, I'm gonna go kill him, because he's so mad at him and Sirius now. So he starts sneaking around the castle, and he can't find him, and he gets caught, whatever, gets the map taken away, doesn't matter. So then, the next day, they go down to go hang out with Hagrid because Buckbeat's about to get executed by the Malfoys, and they're talking to him, and first of all, Ron um, lost Scabbers this year, so, but Hagrid found him, so he's like, here's your, here's your rat, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, they start getting rocks thrown at their head, and like, what the heck is that, and then the executioners come, and they have to run out, and then Scabbers, like, runs out, and he, like, goes towards this shack in the middle of Forbidden Forest called Shrieking Shack. And they go there, and they find Sirius Black, who has been in the form of a black dog. Oh my god. And, oh my god, that's crazy. I'm genius! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I just think this is a lot of me having to talk. Well, I don't, I, I don't remember this movie, so no, I don't I know, have a lot to say. Just kidding. Okay, so Sirius and Lupin are on the shack in the middle of the room, of, of the room, of the forest, and then so is Scabbers, and then Scabbers turns into a man, and his name is Peter Pettigrew, and Ron is like, oh my god, this man has been- The rat is Peter Pettigrew, which is the man that Sirius Black told about- uh, where Lily and James were? Yes. What the? Scabbers was also Percy's before Ron. So Percy? Ron's older brother. <gasps> oh, right. So this man has been living with <laughs> with this family for so long. And a lot of people make jokes on TikTok because they're like, if George and Fred had the map and they would just see that Ron was always with Peter Pettigrew. Anyways. Oh my god. So Snape enters the shack and he's like, I'm a snitch. And they're like, no. And um <laughs> Harry stupefies Snape. Big no no. Super bad. What does that mean? He like What does that mean? Basically just like he does he like attacks. Like basically he just like attacks him and like it makes him unconscious. Okay. So it's a full moon. Lupin transforms into a werewolf, and him and Sirius fight as dogs, basically. But then they hear this howl, and it's like a female werewolf howl, so Lupin runs away. And then, basically, Sirius and, like, Harry find each other, and, like, they figure out, like, Sirius was innocent, like, he didn't do anything. And it was really Peter Pettigrew, and... Sirius did not work for Voldemort. He did not tell Peter. He's basically, basically, he's just innocent. He didn't do anything. Oh, okay. And the Dementors come, and they suck Sirius's soul out of him, and he dies. And, um... What? And then Harry's, like, getting he his... He dies in the same movie? Harry's is getting his soul sucked out. But then a Patronus shows up, and it's Harry's Patronus, but he didn't cast it. So it's just, like, across the forest... As his Patronus, and it saves him. Um, and Sirius is dead, but Harry wakes up in the hospital, and everybody's okay. And Dumbledore is like, 
um, yeah, I know he's innocent, like, I believe you, but I don't think anybody else is. And then he turns to Hermione, he's like, you might have the means to, uh, save two lives this time. And she's like, <laughs> Dumbledore leaves. And he's cryptic as always, but Harry doesn't know what they mean, but Hermione does. So Hermione, this whole movie, has been randomly popping up places because she has this thing called a time turner. And what a time right. turner does is you can, like, go back in time and, like, redo stuff, but, like, your old self is still there or wherever it was before. So Hermione's been taking two classes at once to, um, I don't know, get ahead. Queen, queen grinding and her academics. So she's like, oh my god, Harry, we can use this and we can go back and we can save Sirius because we know now how to, like, fix everything. To make a long story short, they go back and they're the reason that the rocks got thrown at their head. They're the reason that there's the werewolf call that, like, made Lupin run away. And they're the reason that there was the Patronus because Harry casted his Patronus on his own self and Sirius before Sirius dies. So Sirius survives this time and he's alive. Oh, okay. That's neat. So then the movie ends. Everybody's okay. Sirius is alive. He's his godfather. They have a great relationship now because he like knew his parents and didn't actually contribute to their murder, whatever. And um, he gives him a really nice broom for Quidditch. Questions? Uh, I don't think so. Goblet of Fire. <laughs> okay. Actually, we should make a disclaimer before we start talking about this movie. A couple weeks ago, Skylar and I were just messing about on FaceTime and started looking up how much each Harry Potter actor made in total of all the movies. We found out that Robert Pattinson made $100 million as Cedric Diggory. He made $100 million for being in one movie. Daniel Radcliffe made $110 million, and he was in all eight of the movies. Yeah, but then also Emma, Emma Watson. Watson made $80 million, and she was also in all of the movies. It's criminal. It makes no sense. I no, just need to put that it out makes there. Absolutely zero sense because he was not. He was in. He didn't have any celebrity to him. He was like really just like some kid trying to act. Anyways. Anyways. So, this movie starts with a nightmare that Harry is having, and to make a long ass story short, Voldemort is killing some man, and there's another guy with him. It's literally all you okay. need to know. He wakes up, and Hermione's like, we gotta go, it's the Quidditch World Cup, like, I've been up for hours, and she wakes him and run up, and they go to this Quidditch World Cup with the Diggories, aka Cedric and his dad, and there's that, like, scene where he shows up, and he's, like, floating, and he, like, walk, like, (laughs) but first he just, like, falls down from the tree and is like, hello, Cedric, and Cedric, Cedric, Cedric. And all the Weasleys are there. Not all of them. Just kidding. It's just the twins and Ron and Ginny. Okay. And Arthur takes them. And they go to this World Cup. And it's basically the best Quidditch teams in the world. So it's Bulgaria and Ireland. And Bulgaria has one player that you have to remember. And his name is Victor Crumb. And he's like this really great Quidditch player. 
You'll see why he comes into play later. Oh, um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. When do we meet Tonks? Way later. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> shit goes downhill real fast. Um, Death Eaters are attacking the Quidditch World Cup. What are, um, what are Death Eaters? Mm, okay. Death Eaters are people who work for Voldemort. Oh, do they have that snake tattoo on their arm? Yeah, that's called a dark mark. And basically what happens okay. is this tournament's getting, like, pillaged. And um, Harry gets separated from... Look how short he looks in that photo. But he gets separated from... Daniel every... Radcliffe is 5'5". Five five. He's as tall as I am. Wait, he's only 5'5"? Five five? I thought he was, like, 5'7". Five he's, sh- five no, he's, a, he's a short king. He's my he's height. He's really a short king. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. Nothing wrong with that? Okay. So, people are, like, running away. Harry gets caught on his own, and this- I had to click. This shows up in the sky. It's the dark mark that you're talking about, which means someone died. (laughs) Okay. Um, hi, Hogwarts! So, this year is a new dada, and his name is Mad-Eye Moody. That's him. Okay. Um, and there's also the Triwizard Tournament. Which means that, like, three of the schools, like, participate in this, like, event to see, like, who's the best wizard, whatever. You have to be 17 to be in it. And they bring in these two schools. The one with all the ladies is called, the like, the Beau Batons or something. And, um, and the other school is Durmstrang. And that's where Victor Crumb goes to school. So he's here, too. Okay. Um, so... There's this Goblet of Fire that everybody has to put their name in, which I'm sure you've seen the clip of Cedric Diggory coming up and, like, his friends are pushing him and he's, like, he, like, puts his little mm-hmm. name in. He looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's the... <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if this is my next slide. Okay, yeah. Sidebar. Harry Potter, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Does that happen in this movie? Like, Dumbledore gets... Let me give you my interpretation of what I know from what I don't know. They're all putting their names in, and, like, Harry's not 17 yet, right? He's, like, 15 or 16 or whatever. He's 14. He's 14. He's 14? Yeah, but, like, in real life, he was, like, 16 at this point. Okay. So, he's not supposed to put his name in the Goblet of Fire, but, like, his name's in there, but how does it get there? Did he actually put his name in the Goblet of Fire? Well, you'll have to watch the movie, and by watch the movie, I mean you'll have to let me explain it to you. Okay. This is my sidebar, (laughs) because... Oh my god, sidebar? Because it's one of my favorite scenes. The Weasley Twins are a little prankster, (laughs) and... They are not 17 yet. They're the year below Cedric, so they're still 16. But they want to they wanna enter the tournament, or they at least want to put their names in. So they come into this room that everybody's, like, watching everybody put their name in it, and they're like, ah, we got an aging potion, like, we're gonna loophole, we're gonna get it in. And Hermione's like, um, it's not going to work. And they're like, why isn't it gonna work? And it's like that scene where they're, like, on either side of her, like, talking to her, and it's Anyways, so they, like, drink this potion, and, um, it doesn't work, (laughs) because there's, like, an age restriction line that Dumbledore puts on it, and they turn old when they go in, so. Okay. Just a really good scene. Okay. Um, so the names that get drawn from the Goblet of Fire are Fleur from 
the ladies' school, Victor Crumb and Cedric Diggory. Um, so they're like, okay, there's all the names, like, everybody's good. Then another name pops out, and it's Harry Potter. And they're like, that's not supposed to happen. And so they're, like, yelling at Harry, and they're like, did you put your, like, what you said, they're like, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Exactly like that. But Mad-Eye Moody is like, no, like, I've seen, I've been with Harry, like, he didn't do it, like, whatever. And then there's this, like, the game, per- the person who's running the Triwizard Tournament is there, and he's like, listen, like, I know he's 14, it's like a deadly tournament, but, like, there's a magical contract, so he has to participate. So they're like, well, damn, I guess this 14-year-old has to go uh, fight for his life for a school tournament. Oh, question. Yes. Does Cedric go to Hogwarts? Yes. This is the first time he's ever introduced. I was gonna say. Okay, cool, 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 He's cool. also a Hufflepuff, so I guess you can get away with, like, being, like, he just, he didn't, uh, yeah. Okay. So. Oh, Robert Pattinson is so hot. Okay. First thing we have to address is there is this reporter, her name is Rita Skeeter, and she is who everybody jokes either we, people either say that she wrote Harry Potter or that um, Daniel Radcliffe wrote Harry Potter. Okay. Um, She's like a news reporter, but she's really annoying and like she lies all the time in her reports and she's like obsessed with Harry and she's just really annoying. Oh, also Ron is pissed that Harry's name came in because like he really wishes he could have put his name in and like he wanted to like do it and like Ron is like he really wants to like accomplish something like he wants to be popular and he's a little bit jealous of Harry so like when Harry's name comes out he's like you would cheat and not tell me like you got your name and you wouldn't tell me oh okay okay so yeah so the first tournament or is first task in this tournament is they have to get a golden egg from a dragon and Harry figures this out because, like, a bunch of people tell him stuff. Like, Mad-Eye tells him something to go see Hagrid or something. And Hagrid's like, oh, yeah, like, we had to use these dragons for the tournament. Like, make sure you know how to fight a dragon. So they have to get this golden egg from this dragon. And they're in this tent. And they pull to see which dragon they get. And, of course, Harry gets the worst one, which is, like, the most aggressive, like, fire-breathing, like, wants-to-murder-you dragon. Uh-huh. And <laughs> they're like, 14-year-old can go last. Um, everybody else go first. <laughs> so Cedric goes first and he does fine. Victor Crumb does fine. Everybody's doing fine. Like, they all pass. So Harry goes last and he's like in the tent. He can't watch them. But long story short, he wins and they celebrate in the common room. And those are the Weasley twins holding him up in the air. Okay. Him and Ron make up because he like, Ron is like, oh, you would never do that. Like, you would never risk your life. Yeah. And now, and now Ron's like, ugh, you're winning this tournament, you're getting all this clout, so I'm gonna stay friends with you so I can get the clout as well. <laughs> Not like that, it's more like he was like, oh, that, you almost died doing that. I don't think, I don't think you would do that, because someone's already trying to kill you, so. Right, right, okay. Ron's sure. a clout chaser. <laughs> Ron is a clout chaser, anyways. Um, the, oh, okay. The Yule Ball's coming up. Is that Ron dancing with McGonagall? Yes. That's Another funny. great Weasley twin oh, scene. Oh, 
do we meet Cho Chang, the really yes. racist <laughs> name that she gave the only yes. uh, Asian character? Who is okay. in Ravenclaw, the smart. Of course wow. she is. Um, yeah, we do meet up. Cho Chang. We meet her in the first few minutes of the movie when they're on Hogwarts, the Hogwarts Express before the Dementors come. That's where that scene where she's like, two pumpkin pasties place. Okay. I don't know if you've heard that. That was good. Thank you. I have heard that. Everyone was like, okay, no, there's all this lore about Cho Chang. Everyone's like fucking mad at her because she kissed Robert Pattinson. Did no, she, she kissed Harry. Then, oh, whatever. But she goes to the Yule Ball with, with Cedric, doesn't she? Yeah. People are like, she kissed him like when Cedric was dead in front of like his picture his picture or something and it's like stupid but whatever okay and then also everyone was like fuck her for ordering two pumpkin pasties yeah. and that's why I don't I don't know what a pumpkin pasties I was like why is that a big deal I don't <laughs> I think it's just internalized misogyny so oh definitely definitely and racism but also racism yeah but also probably. J.K. Rowling hating all minorities mm-hmm Okay. The Yoval's coming up. It's like this traditional dance, very extravagant. Whatever. I can get. I can gather. I've seen videos of it, and when I also get what like a ball is, it's a big school dance thing. But okay. <laughs> I'm just saving, saving you the the. the well, time I was my little next sentence was gonna be. There's a big deal about getting a date because. <laughs> It's Whoa. tradition for the people in the Triwizard Tournament to do, like, a dance with their dates in front of everybody. So it's a big That's deal. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> it's a li- that's just a little weird, but okay. Do they, do, does the Yule Ball and the Triwizard Tournament, do they always coincide? Are they always happening at the same time? I think they always happen at the same time. Alright. Okay. So Harry and Ron are like, oh my god, we don't have dates, and like Hermione's like, well, you should ask somebody because like it's it's you know you're taking a little too long, and Ron's like, as if you're gonna have one, and she's like, for your information, Victor Crumb asked me, and I said yes, and at this point in the movies, we're getting more hints of Ron and Hermione because whenever Harry's off doing something on his own, they're together, so like, mm-hmm. so there's like this jealousy in this movie because like they're not saying anything to each other. Um, what, okay, so, so, Cedric and the bath. bath, yeah, um, so because Harry tipped Cedric off about the first task, Cedric pays someone back, and he's like, um, you know, the prefix bath, <laughs> the bathroom, which is the one where Moaning Myrtle is in, he's like, mm-hmm. not a bad place for a bath, and Harry's like, excuse me, <laughs> and- <laughs> Get undressed and meet me there in 15 minutes. But he's like, you know, you should, like, take your egg and just mull it over in the hot water. And Harry's like, okay. So he goes to the bathroom, and this is the scene where Moaning Myrtle's, like, sexually harassing him, but... Yeah. He puts the egg in the water, and, like, this hint comes out that's, like, tells him that it's gonna have to do with the Black Lake and whatever. So he's like, oh man, I gotta figure out how to hold my breath. And long story short, Neville gives him this, like, gillyweed, which, like, 
makes you grow gills and like you can breathe underwater for a certain amount of time. So he's like, oh, sick, I'm all set. So they go to the next task. <laughs> this part where like, <laughs> Robert Pattinson waves with like right. <laughs> the stiffest hand ever. He looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> you can tell that he just felt so uncomfortable during this movie. Okay. So they go to this lake and they have to rescue someone that's in the bottom of the lake. Backstory, Harry asked Cho Chang out to the ball, and she was like, I'm sorry, Eddie, someone already asked me. And she's, so she's going with Cedric, because they had, like, a thing going. Is it Cedric or Cedric? Cedric but I say it both ways, because I have two people in my brain trying to speak at once. So. Okay. Are there literal dead bodies in the, who are these people We're getting there. This the is why water. I'm providing the backstory. Okay. So... They have to save someone who was, like, taken from them at the bottom of the lake. And Harry gets down there, and he sees Fleur's sister, and he sees Hermione, and he sees Ron, and he sees Cho Chang. So he's like, which one's for me? <laughs> <laughs> but he saves Ron, because yeah. Crumb saves Hermione, and um, Cedric, Cedric obviously saves, saves Cho. Um, Fleur is, like, struggling. She, like, can't get her sister out of, like, this chain. She's getting attacked by these, like, little water gremlins that are down there. Uh Uh-huh. So Harry is like, I'm too good of a person, so he saves her sister for her. Which, even though he finished last because he did that, he gets bumped up to second place because he gets extra points. So, like, Cedric's the first person, and then it's... Harry. Okay. So that's a U-Ball. Oh, look how cute they look! <laughs> oh my god! Look how cute! These pictures are so grainy, but um, they are cute. Uh, Robert Hudson looks good. So good. Harry and Ron take these two random girls, their sisters, and okay. um, they don't pay attention to them at all. So, they don't have a good time. Um, cool. <laughs> cool. So... The Yoba happens. Not really important. There's like Ron and Hermione drama. Hermione You're not gonna great. have. I was just gonna say, where's Hermione in that iconic dress? Here had, she is. It had to have its own slide. But there's this like Ron and Hermione drama where Harry goes off to do something. When he comes back, he sees like them fighting and like Ron goes away and like Hermione's like crying on the steps and she's like, "Well, thanks for ruining what was a good night and like whatever." Aww. Um, third task is this big maze. Oh. There's a cup, there's, like, the Triwizard Cup in the middle of it. They have to go find it before everybody else, but there's, like, the bushes, like, eat you, and, like, there's a a bunch of stuff happening. Harry and Cedric, like, see each other in the maze, and Victor Crumb is, like, possessed and, like, almost kills them, and, like, Cedric almost dies because the bushes are, like, eating him alive, but Harry saves him. And then yeah. so they're like, why don't we just go get the cup together? So they run to the cup and they grab it at the same time. But it's a port key, which what a port key is, is in the beginning of the movie, when they go to the Triwizard Tournament, they travel by port key. It's like when you grab an object and it takes you somewhere else. Okay. So the cup is a port key and it takes them to this graveyard, which is the graveyard that Harry Potter saw in his dream at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. And there's this man... And he, like, ties um, both of them up, and he's holding, um, oh, wait, there's another picture here. Hi. There's just some 
Hi guys. He's holding. <gasps> what is that? He's holding what a. <laughs> what is that? Is that a baby Voldemort? He's holding what I would call fetal Voldemort. Um, Voldemort is so weak, which is why the whole um, Sorcerer's Stone movie happened. Okay. So he's like, this is his physical form right now. Okay. And fetal Voldemort is like, kill the spare. And so they kill Cedric right, right then and there. Literally, there's no second thought. They kill him? Literally, they get there, and then Voldemort comes out, and he's like, kill the spare, and then they're like, I found a cadaver, and then he dies. That sucks. Yeah. Well, shitty entrance, shitty exit, so. Oh my god. What can you do? But, so, <laughs> there's, like, this cauldron, and um, uh-huh. it's my favorite thing in the world, because you see how he's wrapped up in, like, that little black fabric? Peter, like, yeah. unravels him by just, like, yanking one part of it out so, like, fetal Voldemort, like, rolls off <laughs> the fabric into this cauldron. And he comes out fully formed. Um, and then he, like, plays oh, with- his foot goes on, like, Frederick- Frederick! Frederick! <laughs> on Frederick's face. Yeah, so he, like, icky. kicks his face around for a little bit. And then he's like, Harry Potter, duel me! And so they, like, duel. And there's, like, this whole thing that happens with their wands where, like, uh-huh. their, like, spells are, like, hitting each other. And, like, they're both too powerful for it to, like, go either way. So what happens is this effect where all the people that were killed by Voldemort's wand come out. So it's, like, mm. Harry's parents and, oh, Cedric, he's there. Because he just got, right. he just got got by uh, Voldemort. Right, right. And he's like, please take my body back to my parents. And... This is sad. <laughs> it is sad. Um, so they, like, fend off Voldemort for, like, a minute so Harry can get to the cup and use the port key to get back to the tournament. And he takes, <laughs> he takes uh, Cedric's body with him. Uh-huh. And there's that whole scene where, like, he comes out of the maze and everybody's like, woo! And then they realize he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, no, but also I'm a dead body. Yeah, but then he's like, oh, like, holding Cedric's corpse. He's like, oh. oh, my God. And then his father's like, that's my boy. Um, that's awful. So then they have a funeral. Oh. <laughs> okay. And Voldemort gives this speech about, like, how Cedric was such a model student and, like, would have been an extraordinary wizard and was, like, the perfect Hufflepuff and whatever. Uh-huh. And the movie ends with Harry, Ron, and Hermione being like, Hogwarts is never going to be the same, and they're right, because this is where the movies take their bad turn. But. Wow. Do you have questions? No. Movie number five was my favorite, but we'll get to that in the next episode because this has been long okay. already. Okay. That was a lot. If this was fun for you, the next one's going to be even better because the movies are ten times more interesting and a lot more happens. So stay tuned for our part two. <laughs> it's going to be so nuts. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Everybody who's already seen Harry Potter. See you in the next one.